0: All right, uh, the gameplay's going, so hey, you you guys know what that all means, right? Everybody in the chat, uh, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Xbox Roundtable podcast. I'm Invader, and hey, it is great to be back. This is show number 256 to be exact, the first show of 2023. How exciting, right? Hmm. We took the last few weeks off and now we're pretty well rested and back in action. I mean, I know uh Centurion was uh hogging the eggnog to himself over the past couple of weeks, you know, wouldn't you know, wouldn't share either way, but uh I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding Centurion. Uh, hey, I was having a good time too just to be honest. I was having I was uh kicking back with a few little uh aperitifs myself. But nonetheless, uh you know guys it's great to be back and uh you know talk some games and we did have some we did have some news over the past week and uh yeah there was a few things to discuss uh some updates to the legal fight between microsoft and the ftc the saga continues so to speak <laughs> also stalker 2 has gotten a new trailer we'll talk about that sucker because hey a lot of people want to talk about that game And what the heck is going on with this rumored Xbox show? Will we get one at all at this point? Well, hey, you know what, guys? We will dive into all those things very, very soon. But first, what I need to do is introduce all the fantastic guys on the panel tonight, starting off with Eric Shockley. Buddy, happy new
1: year. How you been? Pretty good. Been getting back into, finally back into some gaming. Uh, Started some, uh... Persona 5 Royale, finally, um, on uh, Game Pass. Uh, Unfortunately, they don't have the... I thought for sure they'd have, like, the Series... Because I guess guess the other two that are coming to Game Pass probably aren't going to have a specific Series X version. Uh, But I guess Persona 5 Royale does, but uh, the one in Game Pass is technically the Xbox One version. Not a big deal. The only real difference is, I think, the menus are, like, 30 frames. So there's not... There's not much, but uh, it's not a game that you'd really like give two shits one way or the other, but it's just like, huh. But uh, I started that and got back into uh, some, or in the uh, Will of the whisk. I think I was like a good, I'm pretty sure I was well over halfway into that game when I just, I think I got stuck somewhere and then I think something else like came out around the time. Oh yeah, I think it was when Final Fantasy VII first dropped the remake. So I jumped over to that. After I got stuck a little bit halfway, but I got through wherever I was, and then so I'm trying to finish knock that one out, and then uh, about a few hours in, about to take down the first palace in the uh, persona. So, but yeah, glad to get back to gaming after the holidays, so. but ready to get into these uh, topics.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Totally, man. Totally. Yeah. I got into some gaming too. No word of a lie. Um. I was. I played all the way through and beat high on life and i gotta say some really interesting impressions from that game uh enjoyed it way more than i thought i was going to i thoroughly enjoyed high on life and i would recommend it to anybody looking for a really fun uh, quirky shooter moving on down here centurion pal hey happy new year new year to you in the desert how you been
2: ah oh, happy new year uh, first show of 2023. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. This is going to be an absolute fun time. Uh, yes, definitely had a good uh, holiday. Um, definitely, I wouldn't say... Out of, uh, on Christmas, yeah, I did have a few shots of something called Screwball. Do you guys even have that down there, up there?
0: I'd, oh, yes. Yeah, we, we got Screwball.
2: Okay, yeah, it was my first... I didn't even know about it, and then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, what the hell is this? Anyways... Uh but man I've been a good 2 weeks off um when it comes to podcasting uh just hung out with the family uh, mainly my wife uh been playing a lot of games uh like you mentioned um High on Life rolled the credits on that rolled the credits on uh what is it Outer Worlds and all the DLC that they had to offer um uh gonna go down uh the retro road uh i thought of er- of shockley when uh, i got this game i'm gonna check out the original final fantasy 7 before i play the final fantasy 7 remake um i know there's gonna be a night and day difference but it's more like i'm just wanting to compare the stories um uh, but right now i have discovered uh, a new crack of a game a game style that i never thought that i would enjoy and that's marvel midnight suns Oh, I do so not good. I do not know what who said what?
3: I, I want it. I, I want to get it. It looks so good.
2: I'm completely mind blown. Um I'll my mother in- law bought it for me for her Christmas, and i I was like, man, I really hope that this game, because I knew about the card based strategy and I had played strategy based games before, but never card based. And this game has been a lot of fun for me. I've been having um, a good time uh, just playing the side missions and doing the combat and getting used to it. And uh, it's definitely got me ready for uh, basically playing the old school Final Fantasy game where it's turn-based strategy. Uh, I have the store, I'm gonna be upfront. Yeah, it is not nothing to write home about when it comes to graphics. But there's a decent enough story there. I'm enjoying the game loop. I'm enjoying the combat. Uh, No, it is not the best thing since sliced bread. But I have been, at least for me, uh, playing a lot of different games. And this game is so different from what I'm used to playing. I think that's why I'm just enjoying it. Because it's it's just nice to be playing something totally different out of left field from what you're used to. And I'm having a really good time.
0: All right, hey, that's fantastic to hear. Yeah, I, uh, I've been seeing people post uh, Midnight Suns, and uh, looks pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if I'd pick it up just because I'm—I got a mountain of games to climb through, and I'm—I've, I've, in a way, I've made a New Year's resolution that I'm, I'm gonna try and go through the backlog. I know, guys, I've been saying that, but uh, I'm definitely gonna try.
2: Damn. Good luck.
0: With the exception of Atomic Heart coming soon.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm trying to follow that same resolution, but now I've got Atomic Heart, Hogwarts Legacy, and all these other games coming out. And I was trying to beat games out of my backlog uh, before they came out. And then obviously somebody drops Midnight Suns in my lap. So there went that idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, that's nice, you know. That's a nice gift. So uh, kudos to the... uh, You said your mother-in-law, right, or... Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome that she thought of you that way. You know, like, that's a good gift for you. So, very cool, very cool. And uh, who else do we got here? Crusader, pal, buddy. Hey, I, I know you, good? I know you're aching a bit, but otherwise, how you doing?
3: <laughs> I'm good. Um, so, for those of you who don't follow me on the Twitterverse, I started a new job this past week. Um, and before that, I had two weeks off. So, like, in between the our last show and this show, I had, like, two and a half weeks off. And I played a very... I would say it's, it's not, like, a large amount quantitative of, of uh, the individual titles that I played. But I played a lot of video games. I started and finished um, The Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt Complete Edition. Um, I played the Diablo 3 Eternal Collection. And I've started the Dragon Age games. I've beaten Dragon Age 1 and two uh with all of their dlcs and i started inquisition this afternoon wow um i am on an rpg uh like tear right now um dragon age games they're like the the flavor of bioware i never stepped into right i love them they're great everyone should go and play them
2: hmm interesting i never never played a dragon age game before
3: Sorry. no what are you playing the first I one? finished. No, I already finished Origins. Um, I finished Origins uh, on the first of the year. It was technically my first game I beat this year. Uh, and I I played Awakening, the DLC, the the like extended story DLC for it, and Witch Hunt. Uh, I beat Dragon Age Two and its DLCs this morning, uh, okay, and I've started you're going Inquisition, Inquisition.
2: In- yeah. In- like, I've played all three of them, and I I will definitely say if you if you're a Mass Effect fan and you enjoy the, the fantasy side of uh, RPGs, like, you know, dragons and swords and castles and all that shit, then definitely dra- Dragon's Age is the fantasy side of of what, what yeah. Mass Effect was.
3: I, I had never played them, and I'd never played The Witcher, and so, like, that was really fun. I have played Diablo, uh, the Diablo 3 before. I actually play it quite competitively on PC when the seasons come out, but I had won a gift card on Xbox, and the Diablo 3 and Diablo 2 together were $20, and that was how much the gift card was for, so I'd pick them up. So, um, but yeah, no, it's been, it's been an actual tear, uh, grinding, uh, grinding out these RPGs, and I'm, I'm loving them.
2: Dude, to try to grind out an RPG, that's like a freaking.
3: <laughs> um, I, in, in a week, in eight days, it took me eight days to beat The Witcher 3. And I must have played 11 hours a day because I was on vacation, no work. I just played The Witcher. Woke up, played it, took breaks to eat, and kept playing it. Because hmm. um, have I haven't time. had a vacation like that in years.
0: Well, I mean, I guess if you had nothing else to do and you just really wanted to treat yourself to some uh, R&R, then that's perfect.
3: That is what I wanted to do. And But it, it is disgusting how many hours I put into that in eight days. It was like... A third to 40% of the time of those days.
4: I did
1: notice quick resumes at Godsend for Dragon Age.
3: Because how for long Origins. it takes to
1: load into your. Oh, except Origins.
3: Um, Origins has a memory leak issue. It's ha- on every platform. Oh, it has it.
1: gotcha.
3: And with quick Resume, since you're never closing the game, it gets really bad and it would take a minute for cutscenes to start to trigger. Oh, okay. Or for like items to drop on the ground. So I would have to quit out of it there. Dragon Age Two, great. It was absolutely fantastic in it, except it did have a weird bug where mm-hmm. it didn't understand um, times like the 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 time jump between quick or zooming. So my save file oh, has a okay. hundred hours on it, which that was the only bug I encountered. Was I have a hundred hours on my save that did not I did not play it for hundred hours, because um, yeah, it would be like right. every time I would come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be like. Well, it'd be like every time I come back from the quick resume, it'd be like my last save was like twenty hours. This save was twenty eight hours, right? Just because I had it quick resumed overnight. It was. It was really, really funny. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, and quick resume has been great in Inquisition.
0: All right. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, I never jumped on the Dragon Age games personally, but. Hey, if it's anything like uh, Mass Effect with how deep they are, then honestly, that's that's great. Um, I just I, I never got a chance to get into them, but they they always seem pretty cool, and I like fantasy so stuff. To
1: play. During that, like when Dragon Age was dropping out, that there's so many games like I missed because I'd be playing <laughs> Dead Space or the millions of other games. Especially if you're on like Gears and Halo competitively, and that, yeah. In between that, it's like, oh yeah, I I hear about all these other games I never got to play now like lost odyssey and blue dragon which i kind of knew about but i just never had the time around to, to play because i was playing some else so.
0: yeah well as soon as you mentioned halo and gears honestly um yeah i devoted yeah. a lot of time to replaying uh, the campaigns multiple times multiple difficulties plus the uh you know just the the multiplayer multiplayer was awesome and both i mean i was more so halo but still like i was just addicted <laughs> so lots and lots of hours i need i, I would need to see the uh, statistics on that oh it would not look good um <laughs> just so you guys know timmy is supposed to be showing up but uh you know we'll keep track on that and mld's taking the night off he's out at a comedy club so i hope he's enjoying that uh but before we begin guys just a reminder to check us out on a wide variety of other platforms we are on spotify apple Podcasts, rumble and plenty of others as you know i I definitely try to let everybody know that we're elsewhere but if you're interested check the description for all of them they're all listed down below and i highly suggest that you follow us on those platforms so guys let's uh kick things into gear and uh, just get the ball rolling here and uh, get into the continuous Microsoft and FTC drama. Uh, recently there was a pretrial hearing between the two and it sounds like Microsoft, well, initially that they were going to put up a fight. I, I think they still are. Uh, it's just interesting. Some of the stuff that's been going on originally claiming that uh, the FTC's structure and in-house administrative court, uh, Uh, goes against the US Constitution, I I believe it's the separation of powers and due process of the Fifth Amendment. I'm not from the States, but I mean, that I've been reading up a bit on it. And uh, that's my just a bit from my end. Uh, Well, Microsoft have now backtracked its statements, maybe they found their statements to be a bit targeted at the FTC and the courts but you know especially since this is going to trial but again just some rather interesting stuff uh Crusader but I'll pick you up first on this what do you make of these latest updates here because to me it seems like Microsoft and Activision got maybe a little too carried away with some of their wording suggesting you know like uh you know just you know the kind of just a little going after the ftc a little too much but I, you know i would love to hear your take uh, what do you think
3: so they are currently betting right now on a couple cases that are before the supreme court i can't think i think it's like axon versus the united states or something like that um uh essentially uh they're arguing that the administrative court since the judges aren't um appointed by uh congress it's technically not
2: um, uh, they're a true not court. Neutral.
3: They're, well, not only that, they're not neutral. It's not a true court, and it doesn't abide by the – because uh, there's no strict appeals process that's uh, laid out and defined um, with it that's the same as uh, our current – like the federal structure. Um, the argument that – I think it's Axon. I, I don't totally remember the, the, the exact name of the no, court you're case. No, axi- you're it, right. It's
2: Axion. It's Axion. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that, they're that takes they're at in March.
3: Yeah, and it's supposed to be ruled on by uh, the summer by the Supreme Court. Um they're they they're presenting in March, correct? Yeah, uh, it's like yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. So the, we'll the, 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 the
2: timetable's in... like March, April, and then they should have we'll something like June, by May or June.
3: And it, so typically um major cases that are heard in the spring, you don't hear about them until June. So it, it'll be June. Um and that that's the argument that's being made there. Uh, it, it was a lot of uh, lawyers' opinions that Microsoft went in on that too strong because mm. their case essentially would high, highly depend on the outcome of that case. So, and also Microsoft is what was originally arguing it slightly differently than Axion was arguing it. So it would not have necessarily applied to them. So they've retracted that more or less, not because they're they necessarily do or don't believe it or don't want to use it to their advantage in this case but they don't want to be locked into a um a, a strategy as hard as they initially had locked themselves into um and that's basically all this is they're, they're taking out the the wording and I, again i don't think it's because they were being in they're not taking it out because they were being inflammatory they're taking it out because it too it it, it it's their their wording was too different from axion and it's too dependent on that axion case being a success mm-hmm. um and they likely had legal counsel say that hey we probably should change this because there's a chance that um they they don't rule in favor there um and the whole part about uh due process in this case is is that uh, axion's arguing because they're the they've had stuff like within the uh the administrative court with the FTC since 2017 and they they're arguing that that's not due process because in any other if it had gone to the federal courts this would have been decided by now
0: right. long ago right now
3: that, that still takes time right that's not like oh it happens instantly that's still a a year year and a half process but it's not a from 2017 until 2022 process right like it it it, it there's a there is a it's a like having any case go before a court is a long scale but it's how long is acceptable and they're arguing that it's not that it's not acceptable and the reason why microsoft wants to go to the federal court is the that they have a stronger chance to win in federal court much stronger much much stronger um and that's also why microsoft has signaled um during this pre-trial that uh and this wasn't covered in our notes but i i i will uh uh, i'll explain it here for anyone on the panel who didn't see this uh it was reported by m uh which is a uh it's a subscription Uh, it's a it's an online reporting website that that covers these like legal cases and things like that Uh, and it's you have to have a subscription to read it Uh, I I have a source that I trust to relay the information from it it was reported that during the trial Microsoft basically told the FTC that if they don't file an injunction in federal court they will close they'll close the deal as so long Mm -hmm, as the other regions have closed it Basically, because they don't view the FTC's administrative court process as true litigation because it's not within uh, the 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 true court system that they'll abide by the administrative court and they will go to every administrative court uh, meeting that they have to and should should, in the end, they have have to roll back the acquisition, they would, though, you know, it becomes a different can of worms with that kind of stuff. But, what they're basically saying is file an injunction or we close and if an injunction's filed then it goes to the federal court system and microsoft has a higher chance of winning and a higher chance of actually getting out of it much sooner like within 2023 not not i'm not saying the first half of 2023 they, like they'd they'd have a chance of getting this like getting this completely finalized like in the court system in the united states by like december um it would be really big for them um because the, the FTC stuff could go on forever if the FTC does not back out. Um, and they also backed out of their their terms about the unconstitutionality of it on the same day that it was reported that yeah. the, the CMA was moving their date forward, but they would have some initial findings and how... And they specifically specified uh, remedies. So it does seem like... The CMA may say that like there are problems with this deal, but there are going to be remedies for the de- for for those problems, based on just how th- and that would explain why they're giving why they're extending it. Uh, in, in my opinion, because they're giving Microsoft time to negotiate remedies. Does that make sense? They they already know that there's going to need to be remedies made, and they the CMA must most likely believes that there are acceptable remedies that can be made right so you delay your date for your your final say on it into the future so that you can be prepared to negotiate those remedies and so that everything can be done in a timely manner for both of them and the businesses that way everything can get closed properly right and so you you handle that now as opposed to screwing up everyone's timetables by being rigid and not moving your, your final date to me, that, that's what it signals. Uh, I actually expect to see the CMA say, hey, we have some problems with this deal, but the problems aren't a deal breaker, which is really big also, that, that, that they would change their stance on the constitutionality of it. Because it means one of two things. It means either they aren't confident in that argument or they are co- very confident they don't need that argument. Um, and we also saw the EU um, say that like they, they, they didn't like weigh in on, they, they were like not publicly weighing in on their stance on the deal. But they were weighing in on the 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 truthfulness versus like the truthfulness of Microsoft portion of it of the FTC's argument. So I, I do believe that Microsoft is sees at least with the CMA and the EU a way out, and if both of them agree, and they have all of the minor countries, you know, because several minor countries have approved it, Serbia has, Brazil has, uh, Saudi Arabia has.
0: Yeah, it and seems so to if, be if they slowly more get, and more. You know, like if
3: they basically get the rest of the world, specifically the big two European powers, the like the regulatory powers, to to agree to it, mm-hmm. then. It really makes the FTC's argument hard because the rest of the world didn't find a competitive problem with it. And you have, they have to, they would have to say that like, oh, they'd have to explain how it is non-competitive in the United States, not just non-competitive in general, right? Because right now they don't really have to argue that it's non-competitive in the United States, right? Because that's assumed if the entire thing is non-competitive in general on like a global scale they don't need to argue specific demographics to the United States in this in this exact case because uh, because of the argument they're making. But if everywhere else in the world basically says it's fine, then they have to adapt like the FTC would have to adapt their argument to be more defined because Microsoft now has quote, evidence. It's not you know, it's not like DNA evidence, right? but it's it's, oh, all of these other regulatory bodies said we're fine. Um, So how is it not fine? Because it has to be a United States specific issue. So how is it not fine in the United States? And that's what you end up with. Um, And then the second thing was Microsoft formally recognized the Zenimax union. Um, For anyone who didn't know, Zenimax um, Zenimax is still an entity under Microsoft. For anyone confused, it's like it is a subsidiary of Xbox. and then within that subsidiary are Bethesda Softworks and then all of which is the publishing unit under it and then all of the studios are under Zenimax under Xbox company nesting is strange but Zenimax is all of the Zenimax studios not just online studios that's been a mistake i've seen online all of the QA workers across Zenimax media have unionized i believe it's 300 workers yes that's, unionized? that's correct it is microsoft's first union in general and it's the largest north american union for gaming now it's actually i think the largest north american well what's um
0: interesting too, tech union. what's interesting too uh crusader is that i've seen some chatter from like activision developers and studios and they seem really interested in xbox just for the fact that they've been open to uh the unions at least you know seeing all the uh them form under uh you know zenimax and bethesda see, and whatnot
3: see microsoft's in a unique position here where accepting unions makes this deal go through but also if they show that they're accepting unions and things like that they can be an edge in policy making within the united states within the uh, within the uh, um the legislative branch it, they they have done it before um they have helped like co-author bills about like fair mark, fair digital marketplaces and like and, and stuff like that because they stand themselves apart from apple and google because everything except for xbox under microsoft has an open store policy xbox is the only thing that doesn't have an open store policy and i would actually bet that if it really came down to it they would put an open store policy on xbox and that is basically anyone can list can can develop freely and release however they choose on the platform they don't have to abide by the windows store for example on 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 your pc you don't have to abide by the um the windows store right and then they have a lot of um policies set in place for the windows store for about how they take revenue and likes uh most apps uh are exempt from revenue take now and i believe games on the windows store are only 12 percent okay. i know it's still 30 percent on xbox itself and they argue xbox is different because it's specialized hardware that they sell at a loss to the consumer and they make it back with their 30 percent take so it is it, they, they structure that entirely differently um and they they argue that they have a reason. that It's their only real hardware that they sell at a loss because they, it's more about getting the software in people's hands. But they they had they 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 tried to structure they, to to purport themselves in a way ever since the early 2000s when they had the massive the, the regulators down their throat because they were doing things that had should have had regulators down their throat. Um, ever since then, they have tried to make themselves look like the puppy dog of Big business where they, because of their size, they can purport themselves in such a way that they can take losses in individual areas in order to shape, uh, like shape, literally shape laws and policies in the, at least in the United States. And that allows them to, in other places, make that money back almost right or to have like goodwill and it it attracts more employees or better employees or it attracts more customers and things like that or more software developers to sell content through them and it almost appears that they are shaping up to do this in the tech industry even beyond gaming because anyone who's if you follow like unionization attempts in the just in big tech and even just big business in the United States, everyone and their mother is fighting unions except for Microsoft. Microsoft is really the only one in that present day not really fighting unionization efforts. Um, Amazon tries to squash them. Apple tries to squash them. Starbucks has been notorious for trying to squash them. Uh, but Microsoft it's reported they didn't even send out they they, they held their promise to the CWA and that they wouldn't even send out anti-union anything. They would act completely neutral. They they wouldn't they they of course they're not pushing for these people to unionize. Um because like they still don't really want the unions. Like no no company really wants unions to exist under them. But they've positioned themselves in such a way that they're also not doing anything to stop the unions now. And that sets them apart from not just the other gaming companies or things like that but it sets them apart from apple amazon google the other big tech giants and it gets them to it gives them some leeway within uh basically these regulators and things like that now at present day the FTC doesn't really give a damn Mm -hmm. um but there are some in congress who applaud the efforts there are the other unions that are applauding the efforts and writing letters on their behalf and things like that and so it's not just a um it's not just a uh, uh, it's not just um because of the activision blizzard deal that that's the biggest like the biggest reason on the list of reasons um, and they've been doing things like this before too. That they, like they they restructured their entire policy about stores in uh, in order to act differently to align themselves opposite Google and uh, Apple. Right? They did right. that in during the pandemic. Um, this I wouldn't be shocked to hear more of the studios form unions under Xbox. Uh, more of the gaming studios. I don't know how this will affect Microsoft at large. Uh, I would actually bet that you will hear more unions forming under their studios now that the studios know that like yeah there won't be a, like repercussions that the the employees won't face any form of repercussion that's illegal but that doesn't stop big business from from pushing out repercussions on employees no, who are trying No but to. the
0: timing of it I mean it, the, it looks the good timing on Mi- of it, it looks good on th- this Microsoft was like, if, yeah
3: it, imagine that there's a scale right and the because this has been a long time coming. there have been there have been several instances of Apple being fined and things like that for their anti-union policies. and we've seen that the, the unions are coming in big tech. They're, they're happening. We there's stories about it every few weeks to months, right that the a new Apple store has unionized and, and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. I would not be sh- Microsoft is essentially positioning themselves ahead of it. And they are using specifically their gaming division, which is one of the hotbeds of unionization in in big tech. And they're saying, yeah, you know, that they're, they're positioning themselves against their other big tech companies. And they'll allow whatever forms. They won't encourage it. Well, I mean, who knows? They may have encouraged the Zenimax Online stuff a little bit behind the scenes just to have it happen. I. I, I that's that's big big brain conspiracy but like at this point it, it is a very good um it is a very good publicity for them in this case for for everything that's good what they're trying to do activision blizzard is almost certainly the the thing that hit the scale that tipped the scale in favor of allowing the, these things right but microsoft for the last 20 years has always positioned themselves apart from their uh as like uh, apart from the other big tech companies in in doing things like this, mm-hmm. in order to dis to further and further and further and further distance themselves from uh, their antitrust past. and I would not be shocked to hear some of the studios at xbox. i, I like I, I I would assume to hear more of the Q a workers um right specifically that would be the the big place that i would expect to hear more of them and maybe even under microsoft proper the qa departments because they're like the the most mistreated tech employees globally yes qa whether you're in gaming or not um so but yeah it's really interesting And, and it is timed like this on purpose right like they are allowing this now on purpose. It did tip the scales in the favor of it, but yeah. I don't expect them to flip flop this position as some other people do after the deal is signed. Specifically, because this is where big tech is going. It just is. Just look at all the signs and what everything that's happening. It it very. It's going to be very slow, but it it it. There the industry is moving in this direction. Just the tech industry in general. So. Well, But yeah, it, that that's the most interesting update in all of this, because it's actually, whether or not the deal gets signed, it's something good that happened to ZeniMax employees.
0: Mm-hmm. No, and I, I agree. It's certainly interesting, and we'll see where that road takes us. Um, Eric Shockley, brother, I know you've been listening in here. Uh, do you have any thoughts with regards to, you know, the few things that we just brought up, whether it be um, Microsoft's approach with the FTC right now, and, you know, the court filings going on? or like again even the unionizations with the 300 employees at zenimax um i mean that's a pretty big thing you know especially in the gaming industry right now got any thoughts on any of those
1: yeah i did find it uh interesting this week where we kind of saw that um i don't know if it was from a uh yeah i think it was from either a representative from microsoft or their legal team um how they're basically you know if uh ftc still was uh or if the other regulators around the world, like CMA and the EU, um, you know, approved it, that they were just going to go through with without the FTC's approval, you know, basically calling their bluff, like, okay, well, you're going to actually have to try to, you know, sue us in federal court. Um, good luck with that. So, either you're going to move that, you know, to federal court, and you already have a weak case, so good luck on you on that. Um, but also to see if they're, actually we're going to bother wasting you know uh taxpayer money to take something that hey the the other one that you what you built your case on passed it (laughs) you know at that point if that were to happen um so i I got a kick out of that just you know them kind of like okay cool well we're gonna move on if anything I, i think microsoft would still go through if they could close the deal in like all countries except for the I mean, it would suck for North, you know, for the for the U.S. But if they get the rest of the world, I know a lot of times us here in America we like to think we're like the center of the world with you know like our sports and all that, but we're not. So if they could sell, they have you know
0: America uh, mobile
1: market, uh, yeah. <laughs> if they have the mobile market locked up with you know basically with King as a big player, um, all of Activision. To all the rest of the world like i'm sure they'd be okay with that um you know if if they if they the purchase not wasn't really blocked but like you know basically you you can't sell these games here in this part so So it
3: should be noted that nothing the ftc has done right now stops the deal from closing in north america they would have to file an injunction yeah they can't stop it they have they they it would it would actually close at this point microsoft yeah. can close the deal at this point
1: yeah that's what i meant like if, yeah. if it got to that point and it got to federal court and then for s- some miracle happens and they basically trying to basically block it like say the federal court decision doesn't go microsoft's way um i'm not obviously an expert on this but i think if everybody else approves that you're okay in those countries just not
3: yes but they sell to your your like games. divest. they'd have to divest the 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 companies that are in north america so oh, like okay, they literally sure. like, couldn't own the businesses that like actually have their physical location here gotcha so it, that then that's on the federal court side it, like not not the okay. ftc side uh i like, guess the federal court was to rule against them they, they would have to divest anything that's in within america
1: and i, see, I think microsoft's done a good uh, built a good case of like hey we've got other the other big huge console player probably the biggest right now with nintendo they're on board so they're okay with it they're our direct competitor even though the ftc in some weird way that's not untrue tries to say hey they're not the same no no they definitely are they get a lot of some of the yeah some of the next gen games but that, that can be solved by the their next tablet as we saw with the switch was playing most if not all of the last gen games that it came out with like against the xbox one and the ps4 the you know consoles that were on the market when it released originally so it was playing all of, so it is a direct competitor so any day now if the switch whatever the switch 2 or whatever it is comes out it's probably going to be playing at least capable on a series s level <laughs> to play some of these next gen games you know if we just take what the switch did even though it might've been a, a lesser version, you know, we, we saw what some of the switch versions of games were, or they <laughs> took longer to come out like ukulele. Um, still you ca- you can't say it's not a direct competitor because we literally saw it last generation where it was playing uh, capable of playing the same tier of games, which are threes out on it. It was, that was a, I think that one, did that one come out on the threes or no, that was all next gen game, right? Or not next gen, but the the last three, yeah, it was not, it it wasn't on the
3: 360. So it was released on the Switch. The Switch came out
1: in that market or that uh, console generation, and it played one of the top, you know, obviously it was an earlier game, but it was still like considered a only that generation type of game. So for them to just say it's like, oh, it's Nintendo doesn't count. Sure, they might be a little bit slower behind or their generation, they might be milking it out a little bit longer. But you know, make mo- no mistake. When the next switch drops, if it's capable to do, capable to do something on the Series S level where it's playing, you know, the newest, you know, or these next gen uh, games that are all next gen only, like uh, like that, the Dead Space remake and all of that. So, um, I so they kind of have a weak case on that scenario. So, at, at that point, I, it's I think it's the easy. At this point, Microsoft has pr- pretty uh, easy case uh, on their hands because you all they have to go on is like, "Hey, uh, Sony's the only <laughs> sorry, Sony's the only direct competitor here. They didn't approve it, uh, so we can't. So you can't, you know, put it through. You know, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna damage you know a Sony, and they're gonna be not be able to survive any longer. So um, they obviously have a pretty weak case from." what you know most of us have looked at it from you know our uh from where we stand so at this point it's hopefully we'll see here in may or so. you said it was may that they're gonna be uh they put no it was april they pushed it back to i think for the uh
0: yeah they the pushed uh, eu or here.
1: the cma
3: yeah they're uh, all in we'll like see. march april now like you'll hear stuff in there we're gonna hear something from the cma in january and the yeah. eu i think is also has something to say in january
0: Mm -hmm. gotcha well well, they can't keep stalling anyways i think they just want to get i think they want to get more out of the way than what uh, the ftc does at this point but yeah i think
1: at that point once that does happen i think they would fold if they like hey okay we're closing the deal this week cma eu approved it ftc is the only one that didn't at that point i'm assuming ftc will just fold because they're literally their cases like they're going to present that to the federal court then they'll be like okay well all these other regulators you know approved it um so i don't know we'll see mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, dragonheart yobi here with a ten dollar super chat thanks yobi much appreciated hashtag peace love life keep up the good work gents welcome back my sundays are dope again Hey brother, we love being back, you know, it it took a couple of weeks off, but hey, we're back into the slew of things and we just can't wait to cover all the uh, new trailers, uh, again, just news in general and game talk and hey, just exciting hanging out with everybody in the chat and uh, you know, thank you guys for participating the way that you do you guys have awesome energy. We really appreciate you guys being here. And by the way, guys, if you haven't done so already, hit the like button and uh, share this share this out. Let everybody know that we are live now because, hey, we would love to have more of you awesome uh, people here. All right. Let's see. Uh, Centurion Pal, I would love to know your thoughts on this. Obviously, Crusader and uh, Shock have put in their two cents. Uh, oh, you got any uh, thoughts on whether it be the union recognition or even just uh, the little uh, tidbits of an update that we got here?
2: Ah, uh, well, if anybody's got sense, it's me because uh, it's the first <laughs> few letters of my name. No. 50 Cent. Right? 50 Cent, G Unit. Anyways, so, oh, man, we're, like, to be honest, just to put it out there for everybody, um, I'm pretty sure we are all tired of talking FTC, CMAs, all all different of the fucking alphabet gang. TNA. Uh, oh, dude, fucking. Like, I mean, like, who knew the gaming industry would be all of a sudden uh, merger acquisition uh, aficionados, people that like to just learn about it? Like, I mean, this is just interesting time in gaming kind of thing and i'm pretty sure there's a lot of people are just burned out on the whole alphabet gang thing but um so i could see why microsoft is doing the unionization thing well for starters it's something that's needed to happen There, like we were talking about it on gaming beyond the box there is a fine line between how unions can definitely uh bring value to an industry but also sometimes uh unions and i'm not saying the ones in gaming i'm just saying unions as a whole sometimes there has been uh situations that have become very complicated because of uh unions not exactly having their act together um Mm -hmm. but at the most part unions are there to protect people especially like with uh uh, crusader brought up with the qa testers activision doing some of the most egregious things in the world to qa testers like hey sell your home and move out here and you'll have a job as a qa tester and when you get there after selling your home and moving to a completely different state and uprooting your entire life hey you don't have a job anymore um unions would protect and imp- would protect people in the industry from, uh, companies, uh, being able to do shit like that. And honestly, um, you know, that's where you get these monsters like Bobby Kotick that has done some pretty egregious things to people because they ab- have absolutely little to no protection in the industry and unionizing would actually prevent companies like that from being able to do some of these things that we've heard about, especially coming out of Activision and other companies. Microsoft, I feel, is a good place for this to start because I'm not going to say that crunch does not take place. Um, You're always expected to get the job done. Uh, You're always expected to do what you have to do uh, for whatever you signed up for. Uh, Sometimes that may be involved in working more hours one day and having an extra day off the next week because of it. Um, But. Um, With Microsoft is we've always seen, at least here in the past few years, they are willing to give developers the time they need to complete games without having to basically run the developer into the ground. So this is a policy that Microsoft has already been kind of following. So I could see them, you know, being a little bit more accepting to these unions uh, existing under their umbrella. But also it, it helps with the politics that are going on when it comes to the ftc situation i've said this since day one in january of last year so it's been a year now that they that microsoft went into this under the administration that was before the administration that the united states has now i'm not going to mention presidential names and start that whole banter but we're talking the administration that was under the previous regime before the one we have now would have been a lot more accepting to big business and allowing them to basically merge uh and expand um with this administration i uh, even said that there, we have a rogue with chairman khan over at the ftc because i really don't know where this is going to swing and we'll let her track record speak for itself that this is honestly a bs political game for the chairman of the FTC This isn't about stopping This is more like establishing power For the FTC um, And her po- her Ideals over at the FTC Are just throw it at the wall And see what sticks um, The chairman of the FTC Currently has basically thrown Numerous lawsuits Injunctions and other Things that she has had her power to throw At the wall and a lot of them Have been shot down in court, she has succeeded in some things, like we saw with the Epic Games and Fortnite, and having uh, very, very malicious, uh, predatory practices towards charging people money, especially kids, and even collecting data on people that are not that are under the age of 18. Um, and yeah, that was a home run for her. But a lot of her lawsuits and injunctions have become very frivolous. Uh, Chairman Khan is actually very well known over at Congress for constantly going over there and begging the United States Congress for more money to continue uh, to basically continue throwing these injunctions at companies to basically see where she can get uh, an edge at being uh, probably one of the the most stonewalled FTC chairmen out there. Um, and I just really feel that this was something that Microsoft probably didn't expect to happen. They probably figured their biggest hurdle was going to take place over in Europe and did not expect that the FTC was all of a sudden going to go on this this political direction of like, you know, like, eh, we're fighting big tech. Um, and it just really stinks that we're now seeing this entire thing unfold and it's turned into the the circus dramatic show. Everybody refers to it. I mean, this has gone way more dramatic than I ever thought. Um, we've seen Sony with Jim Ryan act in a manner that we never thought. We've seen uh, political, I mean, government-regulated organizations from all across the world do things that are very questionable, like having employees talk about their PlayStation. It's honestly just like... Been a like a shit show, and yeah. I can see why. I can honestly see why. I see. I could see why Microsoft is taking the stance of file injunction against us, or we don't care what you have to say. We'll we'll play along as much as possible, and that's part of why they're changing their their wording in their documents, taking out the the anti constitutional stuff. Even though it is, you know, in my opinion, it is very. Uh, interesting that the, the FTC has their own court with their own judge, and they can do everything in house. How is that completely neutral? If you do read into like what Invader was saying, how the Fifth Amendment talks about you're allowed due process in front of a neutral party. A neutral party means that they have no stake. In either side, they're not friends with Microsoft. They're not friends with the FTC. They're a complete neutral party to this whole thing, and they're willing to hear from everybody on their side of the story. When we all know from stuff we've seen that the FTC wouldn't even talk to Microsoft, that's a complete violation of due process. Um, and so that, but obviously, when in Rome, you got to play along, kind of thing. Microsoft doesn't want to. kind of rock the boat that hard so i can see why they're retracting some of those statements because i mean you can't exactly walk into the courtroom with the middle finger up yeah Uh, yeah no but you get it um but man i just hope they get this whole situation really kind of resolved at this point it's going to be a different gaming industry going forward no matter what if microsoft gets activision we're going to see a completely different uh, Microsoft. We're going to see a completely different Activision. We're going to see uh, a big stance taken for the tech industry with union unionization of the employees. It's going to set the bar, the standard for allowing these unions to exist in big tech. Um, and if Microsoft doesn't get Activision, Um, obviously these unions already exist. That bar is already going to stay there for unions, but we're also probably going to see a completely different uh, Microsoft at this point that's going to be like gloves off when it comes to how uh, these other organizations compete against them. Microsoft has always tried to do their own thing without having to, uh, you know, as Phil Spencer said, why does my success have to be based on another company's failure? Well, at this point, maybe maybe they might just have to go down the road of where they become very aggressive and start causing other companies to fail uh just because of the fact of you know some meddling caused them to fail in this activision i mean this activision merger um i can't really go into it too much more because at this point i mean we're pretty much like alphabet souped out
0: yeah yeah and i agree with you like i know i i know like the entire panels i don't want to say tired of talking about it but it, it's just, you know we want something a little more substantial to talk
2: about um oh no i totally you, agree you know with what that, I, but yeah but i know why you bring it up because i mean like look at uh what destin lagiri says some of his mm. most popular videos deal with the microsoft activision merger everybody this has become one hell of a spectator sport at this point i mean who's going to say what next, what government agency is going <laughs> to, is going to, is yeah, you'd actually, exactly. You don't know who's going to say what next. Is it going to be Sony? Uh, one of these agencies, is it going to be Microsoft? Is it going to be Activision? I, I mean, it's completely turned into like, uh, you know, a train wreck. You can't take your eyes away from it, but you definitely keep watching.
0: Oh no, it's, it's, it is interesting. It's just, you know, I mean, we're coming up to almost the year anniversary of uh, the announcement. Like, I think a week away, if I'm not mistaken.
2: They planned for this to take place as as far as June of this year. But with how everything's going, we're probably going to be at the end of 2023, if we're lucky. If this turns into even more of a crapshoot than it is, it could bleed over into 2024. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, we'll see what happens there. I'll admit I wasn't expecting it to go this far, especially, you know, you look at what happened with, uh, it's not a a situation where it was like, you know, the whole Nvidia situation where they're buying like, you know, one of their biggest competitors (laughs) and they're going to own the market. I mean, there's so many big publishers out there that, I mean, there's still tons of competition.
2: No, no, that's where I agree with you. There's still tons of competition. I mean, it was completely alien to me that we saw that, for whatever reason, I think the CMA and the FTC consider Nintendo as a non-competitor. How mm. the fuck did they come to this conclusion?
0: Oh, I see Tim Dog here. Sorry to interrupt you, and uh, in. Hey, Timmy, what's nah,
2: up? I, nah, I'd love to hear his opinion on it.
4: Hey guys, how you doing? Sorry for the lateness. Was uh, at a party. Uh, so. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, just at Long Beach. But I just came in, I just wanted to talk a little, give you guys an update, and uh, see how everyone's doing.
0: Yeah, we're doing good, bud. We're doing good. You know, just uh, getting over those holiday hangovers, if you know what I mean.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, I had a party, uh, a cousin's uh, birthday party to go to yesterday and you know me and my uh family uh cousins were uh here have another shot have another shot and another shot and yeah. I was like, come on guys i gotta work in the morning <laughs> but uh you know just good times overall it's it's still that time of the year so uh yeah
4: well i'm um, as far as the abk i just came um like uh Centurion said it could go a long time it's it just it's gonna be really a matter on uh, CMA and, and EU If they if they, uh, they come in and they, they do Remedies and they, they, they agree To decrees I think uh, Xbox is Really ready to go forward with or without FTC um, And they can do that because The injunction that uh, FTC filed Wasn't in federal court um, It's just uh, I think it's a, You know uh, not a federal judge and I don't think that uh, FTC thinks that they have a case that would win in a federal court. And I think Microsoft knows that they'll win. So um, I think we're going to know a lot by January 18th, because that's uh, a, a day that I think uh, uh, has been pointed out. Um, to me personally, I think uh, I think uh, I think it's going to get done. I, I think that they they're very confident and uh i think uh eu and cma they'll agree but they'll agree with you know um you know possible remedies obviously the 10-year deal some other stuff i'm sure um but uh you know i I do think that uh they're pretty confident it's going to close before july uh which was the their date uh it's been such a crazy rocky road i think anything's possible um, but the one thing is is they're win- willing to fight this and go to the bitter end so that shows uh they are confident and shows also they really uh are banking on this uh very highly and uh, at this point you know um they kind of put themselves in a position where they kind of need it because they get if they get the deal uh i really do think that xbox is going to be in super good shape if they don't it's back to square one and they basically lost a lot of time and they lost uh, a lot of goodwill that they had built up because uh, you know, 2022 is kind of a year that they just kind of just said, let's, you know, put the brakes on it and let's shut up and not say anything to ruin this. And it became all about the deal. And uh, they kind of lost sight. I think of, 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 of the momentum that they had going, even though they're doing well sales wise, um, they're putting a lot of stock into this, rightfully so. But they're also kind of cutting themselves, their face, despite their cutting their nose despite their face. I think it's the statement or whatever the saying goes, uh, where you know they, they they didn't have a show, uh, you know at at the the game awards. Um, I don't know where we are with here. I have some. Uh, you know, I do think that, uh, we're going to get some kind of concrete news next week or this week, uh, as far as the show and, and, and their plans. And I do think they're going to detail their plans, uh, fully, uh, for the next six months,
0: mm-hmm.
4: which, um, you know, is needed. Uh, but, uh, I do think that I, I, I kind of feel that they're so embedded on this, that they, that I think that they'll at the the end they'll 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 get this done by July, and uh, that's going to impact the holiday season. I do think that uh, they are planning on having uh, certain exclusives, certain catalogs uh, for the holiday season. Maybe Diablo Four also holiday game pass. Uh, If not, then they have uh, a plan B. And um, I know that for a fact because I had asked a specific question in regards to that uh, when I had a chance uh, with the right people. And uh, I guess that's Hellblade. Um, But I think if they had their druthers, they they want this deal to go through and uh, have uh, an Activision blowout in the holiday, you know, basically push their whole catalog uh throughout each each and every week or whatever or updates you know crash bandicoot uh bandicoot um that those games uh the call of duty games uh modern warfare modern warfare 2 uh black ops uh you know everything so uh yeah uh i do think though it's it's been uh you know we've talked about how annoying it's been um but uh you know I, I do think it's gonna go through i think they're gonna get this with some uh some concessions and i do think that FTC does not want this to go to federal court because they will get uh they will lose they don't have the evidence the numbers and the facts and the of the matter to do not back it up uh to me the fdc was just basically a big big statement against big tech and no matter what it was, it was going to get blocked just for sheer optics and basically Lena Khan and, uh, you know, the FTC saying, hey, you know, we're we're fighting big tech, we're fighting big deals. So you better think twice if you try to have these big mergers. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, no, and you know what, I definitely want to uh, get into that showcase stuff that you uh, uh, brought up, Timmy, Uh, but before we do, anybody else have anything else to add to the, uh, um, the Activision stuff, or can we move on? All right. All right, guys, we will uh, move on into the Xbox showcase talk and uh, guys in the chat, if you're liking the the show so far, please leave a like and sub to the channel if you're new. Plus, share it out. Again, we would love for more people to be here, but you guys are awesome in the chat. Um, Yeah, Tim, just to kind of like extrapolate, like go into further detail what you were saying. You know, a lot of people have been wondering, you know, we've been hearing rumblings of the showcase. We're talking about it, like, a few weeks ago. And we started to hear, like, again, more trusted sources, such as, you know, Jez has been talking about it. Jeff uh, Grubb. Jeff Grubb. Actually, Jeff Grubb has... um, he, well he seems to have like some more details about it but you know they're hearing things about it and when these yeah. guys start talking about it you know i i become more um sure sure of things yeah
3: no jez said it's closer to a direct than an e3 showcase
0: oh yeah i'm not expecting anything it's like weird. an e3 wow. like it's too early like and you know it, Yeah, I I would expect more of like, like you said, a direct or like a PlayStation state of play in a lot of ways. Just like, you know, like a 30 minute update kind of a thing. Like they'll show some... Your
2: expectations are where they should be. I forget which article I read, but some article freaking came out and said, like, they need to come out with some massive show that's bigger than Nintendo or Sony could ever do. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's only January.
4: Yeah. They they
2: need to cover Uh, the
3: first six months of the goddamn
4: year. Exactly. That's that's Mm -hmm. what their plan is. They're going to have an extensive look into that. They're going to highlight the Game Pass dealings, and they're going to highlight... uh Forza and, and and Redfall and they're going to have something big for Starfield. So I don't know how they're going to um exactly uh you know do it, but I do think uh I, I would I listen tomorrow um look look for an update or if not tomorrow uh next Monday. I, I think that the deadline for them to really announce this is 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 going to I think it's going to happen. I'd say more than likely going to happen. Within the next week, uh, definitely happening within the next two weeks, where we get this this update. Uh, Aaron teased us basically. That was after because of criticism, rightfully so, about the game awards. Um, you know, they have so much stuff coming. They have Monster Rise the twentieth, Atomic Heart in February, yeah. Wu Long in March
0: well keep in mind Tim uh, you know we've been wondering when they're going to start talking about Ghostwire Tokyo you know an Xbox version yes.
4: well I don't think they can talk about that until the, the year is up but that's that's close. definitely coming it's close you
0: know. so yeah
4: so that's that's definitely coming uh, mark that down it's crazy that you know we even have these games uh, Age of Empires 2 uh, which yeah. I think they just announced Uh, I do believe they have a multi year deal with uh, MLB for the show and Game Pass. So I think that that could also be uh, announced and dated or just announced for Game Pass. Um, Then they have the three big three. And, you know, we got some news on Redfall, and it was absolutely incredible. Uh, you know, you know, finally detailed the game and and you know put yeah. to bed a lot of a lot of misnomers that were going around about the game. Looks to be uh, not only uh, a big AAA, but you know, it has uh, you know, it elements uh, the game of the shooting involved with it. Uh, I think that they they're using part of their team. Um, you know, uh, there's a big update on that with Game Informer. Uh, They have to date that game, and I would think that they're going to date it in May. Uh, Forza, which um, I've heard is the best-looking game uh, on consoles right now. When it comes out, it's going to pretty much wow people uh, just uh, for the fact, too, that the Series S will have real in-game ray tracing, something that uh, GT7 on the PS5... Uh, itself Wasn't able to do so uh, Some serious stuff on the Next gen Forza is coming You're going to get that a date And then we have the Thing with Starfield where That's going to be interesting Because I do think that they're going to have a real Big um, uh, What's it called a deep Dive on Starfield And uh, You know the might might get a date There I mean listen We know video games. We know how it works. Um, You know, we were in the time, you know, and they all look like they're hitting the six months where, you know, we get dates, we get gameplay, we get deep dives, and we get the ready to go. Uh, You know, a lot of times games are announced or dated a year or a year before. So none of these games have dates. None of these games have really extended outlooks or, or showings. So, uh, yeah, I'd say it's uh, coming. The the news is coming, at least the detail of the show. And then the show will, uh, you know, it's not going to be an E3. Like we've said, it's going to be more of an informational and, uh, uh, you know, basically saying what we have, what we got going for the first six months. And we also have a lot for the next uh, six months after that. But that will be covered at E three uh or another date, blah blah blah. Um, but it's I, I do think the time for excitement's coming for Xbox. It's been a long time coming. Um uh, we always get uh, or I always get, you know, uh, mocked for saying just wait. Um but you know, we might be days away or a day away of finally getting some concrete uh news here. And um, I'd say stay tuned. I'd say uh, I, I, at the very latest next week. And if they don't, I'd be very, very surprised. I mean, I'm hearing definitely a go. Um, and we're going to hear about it soon.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we're even, uh, there's some stuff that we, we might even see, like some smaller projects, some newer projects too. I know Grub Jeff Grubb was uh, detailing that he heard about Maybe uh, a small game from Tango Gameworks, one of their smaller projects, getting announced at whatever, again, this uh, showcase, whatever it may be, is right. Um,
4: well, yeah, I, I definitely think, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be real fun. I, I'm uh, excited, and uh, Xbox definitely has uh, a little work to do here. They sat on their hands and they uh, basically. Uh, you know, mailed it in because they were afraid to do anything. I don't know. What, they're very curious decisions. Uh, I do think that's one part because they have a 60, $67 billion deal that's on the table, and you're not only dealing with Xbox, you're dealing with Microsoft. So that kind of um, makes Microsoft or Xbox in a you know unfamiliar position where they have to be very careful. They do not want to say anything or do anything that's going to, possibly jeopardize or put the deal in, in, uh, you know, you know, in in a bad position and they don't want to have to answer to Satya. So what do you have? Basically what they have, they they were gun shy the whole year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about immediately after the deal was announced, they were gun shy. They were, they were focused on optics. You know, Phil was saying PlayStation's getting cod almost a week after the deal, um, everyone tight lipped, super you know super, you know, uh anxiety about it. there was just not much yeah, sure they had E three. But they, you know, had that with the with the, you know, uh the saying, Oh, well, you know, we only have twelve months when they started that which were, which I hope they never do that again because from the get go people just, you know, kind of become Uh, A little disenchanted because they knew everything that was coming. There wasn't any big surprises. And uh, that kind of fell flat. I think E3 was okay. I thought it was good. But uh, I don't like that 12-month format. They got to lose that. But, you know, it was a very uh, questionable year by them. And I do think, like I said, it was because Xbox itself has its parent company that wants this deal to go through. Satya wants a $67 billion deal. You know, and you know they're worried about saying, you know, we have too much, or you know, we're, we're, you know, they're worried about all types of stuff that's gonna look, or hurt the deal, or possibly, you know, have FTC looking at it and block it, or these regulators. So they were, they were in foreign territory. They were, they never, were, nobody was in this territory where that you know they've ever dealt with something. And I think they've learned a lot, but. I do think twenty twenty two, uh for them, uh they've raised a lot of questions now and they have to answer these questions and the best way to answer these questions is tomorrow, detail the hell out of these shows, get the hype train going, and then when when these you know, these shows show up, date these games and uh be confident and get these games out.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of uh, chatter going on. Uh, something about a, a, I guess it's a Starfield release date, uh, March 23rd. I know, I guess there's a rumor going around about a possible
3: release date. I don't yeah, know. that's another one of them space days. Oh, really? There's like a billion and a half, like, global holidays. There's like a, every day of the year is a holiday, right? And I think March 23rd is a space day.
0: I mean that'd be a lot earlier than what I would be expecting personally, but then again, who knows? Who knows? Apparently, the game yeah. is in great shape.
3: So March twenty third was the uh, was the launch of the first uh, Gemini, uh, rocket. That was, I believe, NASA's. Uh, I, I forget exactly what it was. It, it was a special day, with, with NASA.
0: Hmm. Well, it depends what day they want. They want to use like as a. You know, because, like, as you said, there's so many different ones, so... I don't know. I know many of my friends, co-workers, they want to play this game. They want to book off, like, a week just to play this game. So, uh, I really hope that we do get some news about it. Um, Like, Crusader, honestly, like, what have you been hearing about, uh, if anything, about this uh, supposed showcase? Uh, are you with Tim that, you know, we might hear something soon?
3: So, if it's going to be in January, we have to hear something soon, right? Now... They may try to do copycat work with Nintendo and PlayStation, where you announce the show like three days before the show happens, because that's how like every Nintendo directed state of play has gone. The only PlayStation events that get announced before that are their like big showcases. Um, And if this is a, if this is to be Xbox's equivalent of a state of play, then we may not hear about it until right before it. Um, what's really interesting is this week seemed to be an off week for Microsoft, because um, we should have had uh, the Game Pass announcement on Tuesday for January, right? And we didn't. And a couple of executives just kind of said the word soon, and that was it, right? Um, my my opinion on that is is that Mo- Microsoft was still mostly out this week. Um, like Bungie didn't do their this week at Bungie over, you know, it's technically Sony's side of that, you know, the industry. But like a lot of studios aren't full, like don't have their full staff back yet because um, they're still on holiday and things like that. So I do think there's a chance we hear about it next week. Um, I, I if it is state of play size, I don't know that we hear about it very quickly before it happens uh, personally, because that's just how these types of events go. Um, But what is really interesting is that um, the the game that Jeff Grubb mentioned, right, Mm -hmm. it it seems to be a small game. He said it's a small pentiment-sized game from a ZeniMax studio, and then he caved later in the show and said it was uh, from Tango Gameworks. What's really interesting is back a little while ago, there was a trademark about two years ago for something called Hi-Fi Rush. From ZeniMax, uh, ZeniMax uh, uh, trademarked a, a logo called Hi-Fi Rush, and uh, uh, there was like a bunch of like uh, concept arts and things shown. and it seems to be like a weird multiplayer shooter type thing. All right, that would be. Uh, and there was some like out, outsourcing stuff that 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 said that, and so there's. There was also a rumor that this Hi-Fi Rush game was coming out in 2023. So, there's a chance that happens. I have to disagree with Tim on MLB The Show, only because MLB The Show is usually announced in March every year. Like, there's like a week in March that coincides with something that the MLB does, where they announce it every year.
4: I Um, agree, yeah. They might not have it, but I do think... I, I do, do think, think I agree they have with, a with you that it'll
3: it'll be on Game Pass again this year.
4: Right. Um,
3: right. I just I don't think that, that we'll hear about that in January.
4: Right. Um I mean, Because we're
3: not gonna we're not gonna hear anything about MLB the show on Game Pass until Playstation's announced it. Because Playstation yeah. will announce it in some way, shape, or form first. Uh, whether it be on their socials like they usually do with M L B the show. or, or not, but I don't I don't see us hearing about that game in any context Xbox wise until we've heard about it in a context PlayStation wise.
4: Um They also have Minecraft Legends that they can Yeah, talk Minecraft about.
3: Legends, Aura History Untold, uh Age of Empires 2 might not actually even really show up because it has a date already. It's the only game dated from Microsoft mm. so far. It comes out at the end of January.
0: What um, what about the uh missing Forza Horizon DLC? There's a
3: Forza Horizon DLC that they said to yes. hear about very early in the new year. Um, we have and Motorsport, so you know,
4: There Red was.
3: Ball. Oh, sorry.
4: Not not to interrupt, but you can follow up with your point. But I just wanted to say this on Forza Forza Horizon Hot Wheels was on Game Pass, downloadable for a short amount of time, and then it was pulled back. So uh, something to look at there. That could be uh, mm-hmm. another one.
3: They're releasing a Forza bundle of the Xbox Series X, which I suspect is their subtle, their stealth way of actually uh, increasing the price of the hardware without increasing the price of the hardware. I, I suspect they're going to move the route of you can only find bundles in stores. Um, that was announced this week, I think, that Forza yeah, Premium Edition bundle for, for $560. Um, which isn't bad, you know if that's the way they they are going to raise prices without actually raising the price I don't care, fine, whatever um, don't just blanket raise the price, do something alongside raising the price um but that is, you know we we had that announcement um, I don't know we definitely hear the Game Pass news this week, uh, for sure cause we've had a couple games that like launched into Game Pass last week that weren't really covered in a blog post because they haven't had the first blog post of january yet because january and december are are always really weird because of the vacations and stuff like that um but i do expect that news next week and i do expect whatever they do with this direct to cover quarter one and quarter two at a bare minimum it may be all they cover in it to be honest with you we may not see anything for the rest of the which is fine Maybe, maybe a handful of things and that you're right that is fine we just need to know what is coming uh soon and and they do have to market that stuff at some point. They can't just hide that stuff, you know, forever. Uh, they they can't they can't hide f- things that they're actually trying to release and sell from the 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 all-seeing eye of regulators forever, you know. And in my opinion, they've waited too long on the stuff that is due out in six months. You don't want to show anything past like June. At this point you're like in my opinion you're still fine to do that but like you know we we, we need to see some of the stuff i'm happy that that, that redfall stuff looked there sounded great did we didn't get a new trailer did we no or, or, like gameplay no it, it was a, it was a yeah um it, it sounded good i'm surprised they compared it to far cry over borderlands i think they would have had a better um it would it, 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 the way they described their open world it actually sounds closer to borderlands than far cry um not you know, but Borderlands, I guess, has like the 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 looter element. and Maybe they don't want to compare it directly to that. But um,
4: it's a Far Cry two. Oh, they said they, Far
3: Cry two. Okay. Yeah,
4: they didn't say um, the Far Cry series. They mentioned two specifically.
3: Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think we we hear. I don't know if we hear about the showcase next week. I don't. I don't want to make a prediction on that. I don't. I'm not confident enough to make a prediction on that um i do think we hear just some news next week though um and i think because there are a lot of partner games that they have to cover right like arabon flint rock arc 2 um
4: well i heard the show was late january so
3: late january that would make sense uh, and yeah. and if it is late january i don't know if we will hear about it or not it really depends on
4: I'd Say definitely by next week you hear about it
3: well it, it depends right because if they're trying to copy the if it is like a direct right and they're trying to copy the, the way the the industry does it they may they may not announce it until a couple of days before that being said fans have basically been like yo what the fuck show us something so right. hopefully they do just announce it, and we can all. People
4: are right now at, at the at the the chomping point. They're pissed. I mean, yeah. I I know through my Twitter, you know, like I'm seeing a lot of people saying there's no communication. Um, you know what the hell's going on? They definitely, uh, you know, in my opinion, they they definitely have to fix some of the you know, the fallout from uh, the the GTA's uh, the Game Awards where, you know, we were, were still questioning what the hell happened there, you know what I mean? Like, um, And there's many fans that are, are you know, are pissed about that, so the right. best way to shut people up is just say, hey, we got this, we got this coming, we'll see you there, and that'll definitely get the talk to when these games are going to get dated, otherwise you just have these people that uh some who are being genuinely uh you know genuine about it, but others that are just trolling saying yeah. you know, uh you know, the obvious the obvious bullshit. I suspect
3: we also get a few cool Game Pass announcements. Um just some random I mean they are
4: stacked stuff. with game pass
3: so here's the thing right uh, like half of the stuff that is scheduled for this year coming into game pass would have been paid with last year's microsoft budget does that make sense like there's a bunch of stuff that would like uh the the big one that's coming out in february atomic heart was supposed to launch yeah. in 2022 that's that's right. on you microsoft's 2022 budget that's maybe not paid already but the funds have been allocated for it on last year's
0: well make no mistake that's a a big that's a big game like make no and and
3: so there are going to be a bunch of um there's there's, this year is going to feel really weird compared to years that came before and even years after because so many games in 2022 in general in the industry were delayed and as a result of that on the game path side a lot of business deals Microsoft made and allocated for on with like one with like their budget in one area have been moved into a set like a a bunch of separate quarters and things like that and that's going to result in them because they're not going to stop spending does that make sense like they're not going to they're not going to change their budget because of um like their deals getting delayed does that make sense yeah. like that like it doesn't make sense to now they may utilize that budget in different ways they may they may go they may form less deals this year because they already have a bunch but they may invest in higher costed deals and things like that um i think i don't put too much faith in the rumors that special nick uh, brings about i love him but Anyone his... who says anything to him he'll 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 pass it off as a rumor that he's heard. he's um, he he right a lot of the time, he's not right a lot of the time. He said some stuff about Shinbagami Tensi coming to yeah, I saw to, that. to um to the consoles, the Shinbagami Tensi three, four, and five. Um and I mean that would fit the what Microsoft's been doing and getting big Japanese franchises on the console, right? And that's also Atlas, who just who's just bringing Persona right now. Um, I don't know how much faith I put into that rumor being said on uh, the Xbox Era podcast, um, but that could be something, right? Because that's the that's that that's the kind of deal that I would expect that could be announced at like a direct like this, if that makes sense. Um... And I I would expect to hear about, I would expect almost no, personally, this is my prediction, that there'll be like, it'll be almost all content that's coming into Game Pass in this Direct, right? It's not going to be quite the same as one of the Xbox Summer Showcases where they have a bunch of games that are like from like EA or uh, like... Ubisoft with like the Assassin's Creeds and the Battlefields and the stuff like that, where they they have the marketing for it. Now they may show Diablo because they want to own that company, and so they're kind. They have the marketing for it, and they may just utilize that marketing for it. But I expect more, more likely than not. Almost everything will be Game Pass related uh, at the, at this um, direct style event all right that, that, that's my only prediction about the event is that it would be mostly game pass related and the next six to nine months uh, of content being shown okay
0: now it's a so
3: couple new things couple new things i, I would expect a couple new things because they have to show something new in addition to updates on stuff
0: that's right now eric shockley buddy i know you've been listening in here uh what do you think about the uh again this whole situation with uh you know the supposed xbox showcase that's rumored i know we touched on it a bit uh, a couple of weeks ago um do you agree with like what crusader and tim are saying with what uh we'll be seeing because again like judging from uh a bunch of people in the know, journalists and so on, you know, there's going to be something coming. Do you think we'll maybe see an announcement over the next week? Like Tim is saying, uh, do you like, what, what, what could you imagine uh, seeing from like an Xbox, uh, small showcase? Shockley, you there, pal?
1: Hmm. Oh, sorry. I was, (laughs) I was muted on my, uh, app and not my headset That's... um my bad i thought uh i think for sure we're gonna see um depending on when they have it because obviously we'll have persona drop both three and four dropping here and in the next week or so um so if it's a little bit further out uh probably in probably like february or so or a little bit after january here um they're probably gonna for sure show like uh the wolong dynasty because we really didn't see much if any gameplay in that trailer so i'm sure since you know they microsoft gave them that that bag their um team ninja they're they're also or koei tecmo going to be using that also to promote it since it is a new ip um so i think they're definitely going to want microsoft to like show that off as well as they're going to want to do the same and treat it like, even though it's a, a multi-plat going into game Pass day one, you know, they kind of want to sell it like, okay, this is like our, you know, releases our show, like, or our game basically, even though it's not exclusive at all. Um, so I think for sure we'll get that, especially since team Ninja has been absent from Xbox for quite a bit. I think since like the 360, Um so definitely be showing that for sure. Uh, probably, yeah. I think like others said pointed out, probably either like DLC for Forza uh, Horizon, um, and then hopefully a quick snippet uh, for Forza. Although I could see that just being more E3, and then it coming out in the later half, like it normally does. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, yeah, for sure, probably an update on Redfall with a release date and that and probably a deeper in-depth gameplay we've seen some of it but we've we've yet to kind of see how it all connects we've just kind of seen like okay here's this mission where they're kind of like you know starting or like just in the middle of and you're just going from this point we still don't have a full i think understanding of the game or at least i didn't re- i did not read that quote on the uh, far cry part mm-hmm. um but maybe we'll get at least Maybe that was described, but maybe we'll hopefully get more of a visual, uh, a complete visual show to that versus, like, the small, like, slivers, like, where they're already in the attic, you know, know, fighting an enemy. Um, And then, uh, yeah, Starfield probably get a more in-depth one, whereas the last one was kind of, like, still a teaser of, like, here's this, here's this snippet, and jump to this and jump to that um so i think that would be more closer to maybe how they showed off fallout 4 originally back at e3 um where it's just more of like a in depth okay here's you're following this uh character this player and just show you like okay what you're doing on the ground and less like jumping around everywhere um and then i think is atomic Heart supposed to come out in the beginning of this year end of or february first half oh, okay I can see that being shown off since we haven't seen. I don't think we ever really saw. I think that all at least the last thing I ever saw that was. Oh no, there's been the, there's uh, been gameplay updates. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. At least at least from like Microsoft showing. I think the last one was like that uh, uh, trailer with like all the music, mm-hmm. stylized music going behind it. So I could see that being shown off, and if we get any update on, hopefully Stalker. So that's what I'm hoping for as far as in this uh hopefully like quick direct uh well not quick. hopefully it's like a good you know 30 minutes still a shorter show or within hours still be a short kind of like if they pack all that with all the things we kind of just mentioned that's going to be just going from you know game to game and get right to the point so hopefully that's what we get something along those lines unless streamers or people talking over it (laughs) oh don't say that
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh that that would be hell no oh that would be a nightmare
1: pr campaign for them um no actually as much as i want to hear from todd i don't really other than unless he's directly i don't need him being interviewed by like you know a youtube star well no just have him directly talk to us about his game like he did like fallout 4 like he does in general so
0: yeah, just just have a separate show for Starfield, all on its own. You can yeah, talk about it a bit
1: directly to the camera. What their game is, don't do this whole thing where they're asking. You know, I don't need them to tell me what's. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we'll see.
0: Yeah, no, and I agree with you. I mean, those are some uh, good choices there, Eric. Uh, How about you, Centurion? Um, Do you agree with what these guys are saying about the showcase? Like, can you, you know, they have been a little quiet. I know it's been the new year, but they've been pretty mum, like, you know, for the past, you know, month or so. Even with the Game Awards, right, we're kind of wondering. Like, uh, do you agree with, like, Tim and Crusader that, you know, we might be starting to hearing something, maybe even tomorrow, right? How many times uh, has a Monday come along and they just, like, drop, like, some big news? Um and if so like what would you like to
2: see from them? Um All right, it's kind of like a two-part statement because mm-hmm. of some of the stuff that Tim Dog has said. Um hang on, let me grab my can of gas. Um so I agree with Tim Dog. Um it really stinks that because of this whole ABK deal that we've seen a very mums the word reserved gun-shy microsoft compared to what we've seen since the beginning of the generation where they hit the ground running they came in strong and then they they decided to swoop in and try to purchase abk with like little to no contingency plan on how we're going to make face during this time it's like it happens so quickly they just basically hurried up and 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 put their hat in the ring and forgot that they're that they have a consumer base that they got to take care of um i really i hope all the rumors are true that we are going to get this uh event uh there is a lot of answers that a lot of questions that people would love answered including myself being an Xbox fan but i'm a i'm a more understanding Xbox fan and it's not because i'm obsessed with the brand and i'm just brainless i'll get into that in a second it's more like i want to know about starfield yes i'm i'm invested in wanting to play that game it'd be great to at least uh know something outside of uh the first like the first half of 2023 that's really the only information that i've seen that's credible and that was off of a qa section on a bethesda website um you guys knew about that right yes yes
3: the well, um... I, know, I
2: know Crusader keeps up with that, but how about the other guys here?
0: <laughs> what was it again? Sorry.
2: About the about the the about the actual release window for Starfield actually came from Bethesda on the QA website for Starfield. Oh, well, is... they
3: reiterated it. I wouldn't say it came from that.
2: Well, it was they reiterated. Yeah. Well, actually, everybody thought it'd be first quarter, and now all of a sudden it's like first half well, of 2023. No. And I'm like, well, that leaves
3: their again. official delay thing said explicitly within the first half that's the okay. only that's the only words we've ever gotten from them before was back in May of last year they said well, at least, within
2: the first half at least it's good to see that Bethesda doubled down on that yeah. statement very recently doubled down on that because i guess they just reopened i guess what it was is if you go to the bethesda website and you go to the qa section there is a drop down on literally a link it says when is starfield coming out you click on it little thing drops down and it says first half of 2023 and i guess this was recently added within like what was the last week or two yes It it was this last week So, at least that's some, like, recent news from a credible source because it's Bethesda. They're the ones making the damn game. Uh, But, like, I do want to know more about Redfall. I'm looking forward to Redfall. It's good to see that they had that great big article that came out that really outlined a lot of stuff. Uh, They're getting people hyped for the game. Um, I guess that's supposedly supposed to come out here soon as well. Um, We have a lot of things to look forward to. Uh, Forza. um, God. There's been so many damn games mentioned this whole conversation. Point is, there's a lot of games that we would love to have at least some info on and when they're going to be released. But that being said, let's just point out that this event, whatever event takes place, is going to be aimed towards Game Pass. Because these games are supposed to come in Game Pass, but... Um, this is where the the two part where I grab my can of gas and say for those who think that third party content in Game Pass is is basically shit, doesn't matter, it gives no value to Game Pass. <laughs> you're absolutely fucking fooling yourself, because if you want to know what really sets the industry, it's not hardcore gamers, it's not dedicated gamers. It's the people that have not drawn their line in the sand and picked a brand. And the reason why I say that is you could sit there and go, I'm, you know, fuck Microsoft or Sony, whatever you, whatever brand that you hate the most, whatever. I have thousands of dollars wrapped up in a game library on Xbox. You think I'm just going to fucking throw in the towel and say, yep, moving to Sony. Yep, there goes all my money. I'm never going to come back to Xbox again. Come on. That's, that's stupid. That's a very, very a very funny argument to have. You are not going to walk away from your library. Microsoft knows this. You have no way of transferring it. You are invested in the ecosystem. The consumer base that they're more concerned about, whether you like it or not, are people that are not that heavily invested in the ecosystem. The people that are just getting into console gaming, people that haven't really stuck their flag in the sand saying this is where I'm going to build my game library. Game Pass yeah. gives value to those people because they can try these third-party games for fifteen, ten, fifteen dollars a month. However much, whatever subscription service they get, what level for ten to fifteen dollars a month, they can play these third-party games like High on Life. Is this a response to me saying third-party wouldn't be there? No, this is okay. Because I, to I do...
3: totally meant non-Game Pass
2: third. party No, this has nothing to do with that. you. This is yeah, a video yeah. I saw on YouTube. I'll send it okay. to you. It was an absolute freaking. This person came out and said that any third party deal that Microsoft uses to gain leverage on Game Pass isn't enough. They got to have those first party titles. Well, you know what the funny part is? The consumer, the casual consumer, only cares about the name of the game, they don't give a shit from the studio. So whether it's from a third-party studio or a first-party studio, if that game interests them, they are going to Game Pass if it's said it's going to be there. No gamer is going to sit there and be like, well, I'd rather pay $70 for that game rather than $15. Bucks. I know there is hardcore people out there, but I'm talking the casual consumer base that, dude, come on, a carton of eggs is going for how much right now? Like, seriously. It's going for half the price of a of a of the of a month of Game Pass. There is people out there that are having money problems right now that would love to keep up with gaming. And every title Microsoft puts into Game Pass, whether it's an indie game, up to a triple A third party studio or even first party studio, gives the service value and it keeps people coming to the ecosystem. And to act like that doesn't have any merit whatsoever, you are fooling yourself. And that is where, yes, at any event that they are going to have, there is going to be stuff about Game Pass there, about the third-party deals that they're going to put in there, the perks that you get for being an ultimate Game Pass member. Game Pass is going to be a big leader in the gaming industry right now as long as inflation is out of control and people are worried about their frickin' pocketbooks. Mm -hmm. No, well
0: said. Well said, honestly. Um, Well, yeah, Game Pass definitely covers a lot of uh, avenues for people. And like, yeah, like you said, uh, you know, a lot of people are penny-pinching at the moment. And, uh, you know... Like,
2: I see the chat. I brought up the chat for this whole thing. If you guys want to know, when I am at work doing my job, I don't listen to xbox Eccentric podcasts. One of the main podcasts I listen to is predominantly PC. I don't even play on the freaking PC. All of these guys, though, have Game Pass subscriptions because they they go into the ecosystem and they try the games in Game Pass that interest them and they leave the ecosystem. They talk about how they own no games on Xbox, but Game Pass keeps them going into the ecosystem. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Well said. Well, again, in any case, Centurion, um, like we'll see what uh the next week or so has in store. And honestly, like yeah, I, I really hope that they announce something soon because yeah, I, I would like to see them uh start talking about some of these games. We're already, you know, into the new year now and yeah, I I know that they have all these games lined up and they gotta start talking about them Like really soon. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what uh, we have in store for us, guys. Um, But I think on that note, fellas, we'll move into our third and final topic of the night. And uh, we kind of touched on it a bit, but, uh, you know, how do I put it? Um... Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I almost lost what game I was talking about. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Stalker 2. That's it, Stalker 2. The hotly anticipated game coming to the Xbox ecosystem we had talked about with Game Pass. And because of the unfortunate events going on you know, with the Ukraine and Russia and whatnot, the team uh, behind the game had to re- relocate to Prague, and they've been working away on the game despite you know, all the difficulties and stress. Well, they've released a new trailer for Stalker, too—a mix of gameplay, in-game cutscenes, so on, showing different enemy engagements, more environments. Uh, Centurion, my friend, I, I, I have an idea of like the the kind of tastes in gaming you like by now, and I think that this one is seems up your alley. You know, not not to assume anything. It's just I know it, like we have similar tastes, so I, I think you know you've had this one on your radar. Uh, what did you think of the latest trailer for Stalker 2? I thought it was pretty good.
2: You're talking about I absolutely hate first-person shooters. No, I'm, just, I'm well, joking. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, that's me assuming. <laughs> no, of no, I mean, all right, I don't know nothing about the first Stalker game. I my introduction to Stalker is seeing what has been advertised, the articles I read, and the stuff I hear about the original game, um, and about how it was a like a, it's more like a cult classic. Um, I guess it released with a lot of bugs and weird stuff and, um, it has become something that people have really loved and they have been trying to get the sequel out now, I think for like what, 12 years. It's been a while, from what I'm trying to understand. yeah. It's,
3: it's, it's studio like closed and then like reopened and like closed
2: and yeah. I mean, it, I mean they they have a very tumultuous, tum, uh, a very uh, up and down roller coaster ride of a development experience, from what I've seen and heard and read. Um, and I mean, this dude, this game looks actually beautiful, in my opinion. The the lighting effects, the lightning. Uh, The environments, I'm looking very forward to, uh, guys, if I'm right, this game takes place around Pripyat, right?
3: Yes, yes. It is in Chernobyl. So they are using the appropriate, um, like, Ukrainian spellings and not the the Russianized spellings. Well, yeah. That's why it's
2: Chernobyl and
3: not Chernobyl, if anyone's curious. Well, that's more for the audience. I know you know.
2: No, oh, yeah, um, okay. I was gonna say because, yeah, I know there's a, especially with the war in Ukraine and all that yeah. whole situation, and also if you like how you know one time the border was over here, the other time the border yeah. was over there, and yeah, that's where there's definitely a lot of heart put into this game from the developers because they are Ukrainian, they have a lot to a lot of knowledge, and I mean, like to really put this into perspective, when Chernobyl in real life blew up we were getting radiation readings over here in the united states across the freaking ocean
0: yeah. you can only
2: imagine what it was like to live in the ukraine when you're like oh look a gust of wind in our direction and we are fucked
0: well centurion it's funny you mentioned that um because you and i are the same age but you uh you were you were born earlier in the year i was born mm-hmm. at, at, my birthday's in april in case anybody uh, doesn't know and I know my parents. Like two weeks later, after I was born, the uh, Chernobyl incident happened, right? And uh, they were worried about, you know, uh, I guess the winds bringing over like the radioactive mm-hmm. you know, activity all the way to North America and whatnot. And you know, it was a big thing back then. Uh, oh,
2: it was a very big thing when it when it blew up because it blew up. Like there's a whole science behind it. Hydrogen gas built up in the reactor. It blew up. Um. So my grandfather taught me all about nuclear physics and stuff like that. My grandfather was really invested in that weird stuff. So that's where I've learned a lot about it. I even love Chernobyl, learning about it. I mean, you guys want to see some scary stuff? Go back on YouTube and watch uh, the videos taken in Chernobyl. The film grain isn't because of how old the footage is. Yeah. The film grain is because the camera lens is actually physically capturing the radiation in the air there was so much radiation in the air that the camera lens was actually picking it up and giving it this really crazy film grain look um the clothes like the firefighters that were there that day took all their clothes off and threw them in a pile on the ground those piles of clothes are still radioactive to this day um, the cleanup crews were picking up chunks of radioactive plutonium off the roofs of the building to throw them back down into the reactor before they put it in the sarcophagus. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, that, that is literally a, a hell situation. And for them, this happened in their own backyard. And, I mean, there's a lot of heart that has come out of the developer that has made this game. I'm looking forward to playing it. I mean, the story looks really intriguing. Uh, the the concept of the game because I guess it's a very very extreme uh, survival shooter. Yeah. Um. I guess there is going to be a lot of resource management, but it's very open. It's it's what they call non-linear. You're going to play the game, and as soon as you're dropped in this world, you can either start going for story quests or you can go do side missions. You don't really have any direction that you are forced to follow. Um. But as we all see, they got moved to Prague. Uh, the developer has had a huge uphill battle, and I think Microsoft has given them a fair amount of money to keep this game in development, to keep it um, at least on track for being released. You know, like there was talks about it being, you know, delayed indefinitely. Is it going to come out in 2024, 2025? The developers finally come out and shot down all that. They say they're on track for a 2023 release. And to really hammer that home, because I chatted with you today on this, Invader, mm-hmm. um, the the developer, one of the developers came out and said that there's actually not a PS5 version of the game in development. And this was in 2021. Um, and as much as people want to say, well, that means that they could, let's, let's look at the facts. They had a war breakout, which took over their development studio and they had to uproot their development studio to a completely different country just to finish the version of the game they're working on now which is xbox and pc Mm -hmm. do you really think they have the time and money now to go back and decide to make a ps5 version of the game i really think that if there was a ps5 version of the game in talks for the future the situation with Russia and the Ukraine probably shut the door on that, purely because of that logistically. Now, it might be extremely difficult to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know because it it was it, when it first got uh, revealed, they talked about a three-month exclusivity for the Xbox. It,
3: we saw that with the uh, Epic versus Apple. Um, uh lawsuit mm-hmm. it was one of mm-hmm. the things in the in the thing it, it was specified as three months there
0: yeah that's right that's right that's where we did yeah but because yeah, of this si- yeah
4: no go ahead go ahead go. oh no, just, uh, no i just i know
0: i just the only thing i was gonna say tim is that with the situation how it is i just i i can't see them working on uh, a playstation port in the near future like i i, I it, to me it's probably gonna be an xbox ecosystem like full-on exclusive but go ahead tim
4: I, you know, listen, yeah, I don't want people to think we're trying to get an exclusive here, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, listen, yeah. this is some some serious stuff, they've they've actually lost developers in the war to death, fighting in the war. Oh
2: yeah, there's photos of these guys all yeah. freaking fatigued out, standing next to freaking anti-aircraft mortars.
4: Well, again, yeah, no, not this not a... isn't a
0: boast by any means, it's yeah. just a right, situation. Exactly.
4: And, and, I think it's an unfortunate circumstance. I do think that they probably would have wanted to make a PlayStation five and, and they might have plans after the fact, but when you're that, you know, that uh, worn out or strung out because of the situation and the circumstances that they've encountered, uh, I do think that, uh, yeah, you're probably going to get an Xbox version uh, and I think that that's why they said it's exclusive in, in their PR uh, for 2023, um, whenever it comes out. And then, uh, obviously, uh, the situation um, that's going on in in, in Russia and U- in Ukraine is 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 uh, is ongoing, can change. Uh, hopefully, they can come to uh, some type of agreement and end this war uh that's another discussion but uh who knows what the future holds right i do think yeah i think uh relatively speaking they probably are just trying their best to just get the one version done once they get the one version done i'm um, hopefully listen i've seen a lot of people say that they you know want to support them by not getting in game pass and buying that that's you know I'm that's your it. option
3: I'm personally doing that myself
4: right and, and that's that's an option that all of us have and I might take them up on that um, but uh, you know they're getting they're going to get paid very well regardless and I, and I hope the game gets uh, the, uh, the hit that it looks like because I am very impressed by what I've seen uh, people talked about a downgrade but you know whatever I think it still uh, looked very good, and yeah, some people some people say the lighting effects uh, the lightning was uh, downgraded from the original, uh, you know, showpiece. But listen, they always you always have a little bit of that. Uh, you know, you take Redfall as an example. I don't think it's gonna look as as crisp as the first. I think any game... Remember, Battlegate. Yeah, like most games always have They have a little bit of more when they first show They they obviously, you know, they're they're the showpiece And, um, you know, they're always compared to that But but aside from that, uh, yeah, I do think that it's an exclusive Uh, I don't think it's going to be a three-month exclusive I do think it will be longer than that Just because, uh, you know, um, know, uh, of just the way this is going They've lost people, they're probably stretched out uh, but it, it could see itself in, in PlayStation 5. And I, honestly, I hope it becomes that popular where either Microsoft purchases them or, uh, you know, they, they, they get the PlayStation 5 and they, they, they absolutely kill it. Um, uh, you know, it's, it, with them, I think that we all have to, uh, you know, uh, cut the bullshit uh, console wars out, don't even bring it up hope for the best for them and make them you know they are a a, a different they're a different case here you know so even if they delayed the game to 2024 uh you know there's no complaining there they're dealing with things that are you know way above anything that anybody i mean i can't even imagine uh but but i'm very uh uh, I'm very, uh, you know, impressed by their, their fortitude and the way they're going about it. and For the fact that they're actually still making the game. Um, and uh, no matter what, I'll be playing it and um, be supporting of them. Uh, just like I said, uh, uh, it's just a matter of, um, you know, not about consoles and shit like that. But I do think, yeah, I think it'll probably be a, a late exclusive for Xbox. Uh, for for 2023, and uh, maybe, I do think that uh, they probably do have some type of contract with PlayStation 5, but it's gonna obviously not fall in the time limits that they originally agreed to because of the unfortunate circumstances.
3: Well, yeah, there's a a lot of factors that go into this, right? Number one, we don't know if Microsoft maybe renegotiated a contract with them to, like, funnel them some money, because Microsoft wants this game to come out, right? Hmm. Obviously, like, Microsoft wants this Game to release, it's a big game for their platform for at least a little while for Game Pass. Well, you know? yeah, it's
0: a pretty big PC um, game, too, right? So. Yeah,
4: yeah,
3: Whoa. and so Microsoft could have renegotiated a deal with them to extend the period to per- per- make the period permanent. We don't know, right? That's something we don't know. Um, and because we know they needed money to move the studio to the Czech Republic, um, and we know they're big, they want to have mod support, and they talked about wanting to have mod support on console. And the only console they're gonna have, be able to have actual real big time mod support on is Xbox. PlayStation allows some things like there is mod support for like Fallout and Skyrim on PlayStation, but they don't allow user created assets. You can only change things that can be like tweaked with, that you can only make things that could be made with in-game assets that exist within the creation engine already, or, you know, changing anything you could do with the creative engine without adding anything to it. And so, you know, if they want to go big into mod support and they want to make that part of the identity, then they may never end up going um, to PlayStation to begin with. And that was something I said a long time ago. Um, on the on the other hand, if this is that big and PlayStation wants this game to release on their platform, uh, on the other hand, PlayStation could use their Dev, the XDev, um, their independent studio groups, kind of like uh, ID at Xbox, but a little bit more. They They, they help them develop. Um, they they could use that combined with ed, th- any number of the um, support studios that PlayStation owns: SAE Malaysia, the Visual Studios Group, um, SAE San Mateo. Uh, what is the new one that they bought? Valkyrie, I think is what it is. They they helped with God of War. Uh, they, they could use any of those, and they could PlayStation on their end could assist the devs in developing it if they really wanted it. But there's all kinds of factors that we we don't know. I don't really care one way or another if it's exclusive or not Mm -hmm. i I have i do believe it'll be longer than three months just because they they internally won't have the resources unless this is a runaway success and they can uh license it out to an external studio to do it just to
2: clarify i wasn't trying to make a a, like a console war statement oh yeah yeah no going off of like yeah the the conversation i see on social media my i'm with you i don't i would Um, love to see the game go multi-plat because that means that they're rebuilding because mm-hmm.
3: I mean, and here's the thing: I don't really care. Everyone who knows me knows I don't really care about exclusivity. I care more about actually saving money personally. And in this case, I'm not even planning to save the money. I'm planning to give them the money because I, the from what we've seen from this studio, it looks incredible, and I'd like to straight up support them. And I'm not normally a big like oh support the devs kind of guy. I buy everything like on sales. I use Game Pass, like yeah. PS Plus. <laughs> I, like like I'm not a big I'm not big into that. But, like, this is a studio that genuinely you look at them and you're like, okay, they kind of need the money, objectively, so if I can throw them a couple extra dollars in in, in this trying time for them, I will. You know what I mean? They're in a different situation where it actually, like, I look at it and be like, yeah, I'm probably, if they, do they have a collector's edition on their website?
4: i don't think so i don't okay. know because
3: if they released like a collector's edition i'd, I'd hop on that shit right a, like right away this stuff looks cool enough and it look, i could get like a oh like the stalker dude is a statue i'd put it with the rest of my gaming statues you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if they if they would do something with like limited run or uh any of those companies that, that do the custom statues and editions and stuff i'd be sick
0: mm-hmm now
3: um Shockley,
0: buddy. Yeah. No, sorry, oh, just sorry. to. You, I just want. I was just curious because yeah, Shock yeah. was uh was really is really looking forward to a uh,
1: Stalker two. Did you play the original Stalker, Eric? Uh, no, but I was. I definitely heard a ton about it. Um, back in like the early 2000s, like uh, from a lot of PC gamers around that time. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely in intrigued with it. Um, from what it what they've shown, what they've what we've kind of seen with that aesthetic, even obviously graphically, that was the first thing that jumps out at you. Even one, uh, yeah, one people try to downplay some of like Xbox's first party, but I, you could even watch some of the streams from you know some even diehard Sony mm-hmm. fans that thought you know obviously this might come you know it's not a first party, so it's probably going to end up being a multiplat. But even they were like, okay, yeah, this looks really dope, um, like graphically. So um but yeah i'm definitely uh, excited to, especially to see more um hopefully we get more of a an update of a release obviously since this we were supposed to have this game like at least last year or possibly before that um but yeah unfortunately with the events that went on last year kind of delayed their game i think probably had some stuff to do with like atomic heart getting uh you know i'm sure that probably was messing up some of their timeline and, and yeah. probably quite a few other devs that are in that area. I think there's um, actually quite quite a few other devs that are in like that area of the uh, frog world. So that, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, intrigued by it. Um, Yeah. I wonder if there's, yeah, I guess you would have to play that like first one on like PC. I don't think that's out on any other. <laughs> um the old old pc version um but yeah i'm definitely uh, intrigued uh, definitely i need to get into metro since i own all of them now from past sales um especially with the new uh xbox or the uh, three series x updates but i hear it's it's like similar because obviously some of those games got their ideas from like like the first soccer um but i hear this is not quite exactly like Metro in that sense, but I'm definitely intrigued to see more, uh, especially with it coming to straight Game Pass. Definitely everyone should and I'm sure will try it um, from, you know, just from the look of it. So, but hopefully we'll hear more here soon, especially in one of these, uh, hopefully directs will get here before E3. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I hope so too. I hope to hear more about it very soon and uh, I know they're, they're targeting for this year, but, uh, you know, just got to be understanding of their uh, circumstances, right? So, uh, guys, any other comments about Stalker 2 before we yes, uh, no? Okay. Okay, guys, I think on that we'll start to close off the show. Got to say, really good stuff tonight to kick off the new year, 2023. And uh, we discussed a slew of things from uh, more updates, to the whole like circus surrounding uh Microsoft and the empty FTC that saga. Stalker 2, uh, that we just talked about, and the still yet, you know, rumored Xbox showcase, a little bit of Redfall talk and more. But hey, thank you to everyone that joined us tonight and if you like the chat, then please consider dropping a like, sharing out the show and of course, up to the channel if you're new here because we'd love to have you stick around. All right, uh without further delay, let's go to the outros, uh starting off with uh eric shockley buddy hey i loved your points tonight really good show where can everybody follow you
1: yeah as always you can find me at shock neuro on uh twitter and easy shock on xbox live but yeah thanks for stopping by some good topics today hopefully we'll get some more updates here soon like tim was saying but have a good night all right well said there eric
0: i'm moving on down here centurion pal hey Loved your stuff tonight, too. Uh, Some really good uh, chatter. Where can everybody follow you at?
2: Yeah, it was a great start off to the year. Great show, everybody. Uh, Thank you to everyone who tuned in in the chat and listens after the show. Uh, For those interested in finding me, you can find me at Centurion1307, Xbox Live, Twitter, YouTube. You can also find me right here every Sunday night. And you can also find me on Gaming Beyond the Box every Sunday night uh that show kicks off two hours before the start of this one so i literally you get you get to listen to me for four hours if you're that psychotic
0: <laughs> damn all
2: right yeah. i know right
0: <laughs> no that's good stuff love the chat on Gaming bomb uh beyond the box love the crew there uh moving on down tim dog hey buddy it was great to have you uh here you know i know you uh came in a little later but hey, love the dedication and uh yeah, buddy, lots of energy. Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm feeling like um, I know we don't have an announcement yet, but like you know, Xbox fans, you know, they want to hear some stuff about you know. Uh, we want to hear some shit. So you know, I I hope oh. I hope it happens. But where can everybody find you?
4: Find me on uh, Twitter and Xbox XCloud Tim Dog. Um, just a little note. Jez says. Uh, give it a couple of days. Let's see. Maybe we are definitely getting close. Just saw him tweet that 53 minutes ago. Yeah, I just saw uh, to
3: about to say something.
4: Hmm. Um, but uh, other than that, I've been, uh, you know, listen. I, I, I get sometimes. I get a lot of shit from for for my um, for my gamer score, which is currently seventy thousand. Um, and I kind of like. Uh, especially when I finish high on life I'm kind of like laughing because I play a lot of uh, Maddens And I looked at my Madden I think the Madden 2020, 2020 I played Seven seven days 2021 another six days So I'm like You know what you know I, I could be like I want to be like one of these guys and I, got, and I went to Maka guides And I'm achievement hunting Right now and uh you know uh I hate to say this if you want to upgrade your gamer score you can literally upgrade your gamer score I can think I I would say easily 30,000 points in a, in 10 days um there's so many games out there that are just a joke uh and uh I'm kind of uh achievement hunting right now and um you know that could be addicting too so uh that's what I've been playing. I finished high on life I loved it I gave it an eight point five uh I felt like um really good pacing until the end where some of the uh yeah some of those last things were just really like what the hell like I'm just walking around aimlessly um but very good game, very good humor uh hopefully uh uh I think Xbox should lock that exclusive up um but yeah I've been uh, achievement hunting and uh, I have to give a shout out to the maka he doesn't there's nobody better if you want achievement hunter in my opinion he makes these these how to uh videos in some games you can get like literally a thousand gamer points in thirty minutes thousand gamer points in one was like two minutes uh some crazy stuff uh but uh, shout out to him he does a great job and uh yeah keep you get keep your eyes open guys. I think the, uh, I think it's coming. But we're going to get a date uh, soon, soon enough. We're we'll going to get some information.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're right, Tim. MAGA does put out some really awesome uh, achievement guides. You know, I know that's that's his thing, and he does a really good job of it. I also have achievement guides too, in case you're uh, looking. So I, I got, I'm, I'm in the middle of doing some high on life ones. So uh, you know, check out my channel. I didn't
4: know that. You you do that? Yes, I do wow you do wow i gotta take a look i'm gonna, i'm sorry i never knew that I,
0: about you oh it's all right i know i wasn't sure if you knew <laughs> yeah no just check out my channel pal it's obviously like it's in all my descriptions so go for it invader gaming guys um it's funny
1: that people think like something under 100 is like not good
4: yeah no, it's
1: destiny killed me because there's yeah. so many games that i didn't get to play because i'm yeah
4: because
1: of the whole <laughs> destiny grindback you know, it's so funny. Years,
4: it's, it seems like a hundred thousand
1: at that point. You're just grinding for gear and nude raids. So,
4: yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> You're literally, playing are playing
1: video games, but you ain't getting any achievement I mean, score for it. Dealer
4: mm-hmm. Gaming, he, pay, he played, uh, I think he has over a hundred thousand, but he's played 57 days, I think, in uh, NBA, uh, constantly playing video games, but doesn't always get the uh. The recognition that you should. Uh, a lot of times, these games don't give the achievements. Destiny is one of them. But yeah, I, I do find it find it funny. Hundred thousand definitely seems to be the number uh, to certify you as an Xbox uh, true gamer. Honestly, but, um,
0: who
1: cares? Like, it, you know,
4: like... I know. It, it, well,
1: it, it... Look on the PS3. That's what PS3 gamers were doing. They weren't playing other than Call of Duty. They didn't have Halo and Gears. That was at its you know top level multiplayer. They were jumping from game to game. Right, because uh, they didn't have first party multiplayer games on that level.
3: Very true. Let's be real. Uh, I have 2,500 hours in Destiny 2. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's so many games but just like, yeah, yeah I'll get to that, but no, I'm, I have to grind for this. I have to get this, you know, yeah. I have to complete the hard ra- version of the raid. Uh,
3: imagine leaving Destiny 2 couldn't be me, or <laughs> the Destiny grinding couldn't be me.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> crazy. I know. Like, sometimes I just get lost in a game where it's just like, you know what? I just want to, like, battle the crap out of the AI. Like, you know, like, how many times I did that with, like, RTS games, like Dawn of War or whatever it may be, uh, Command and Conquer? I would just sink all kinds of hours into that and not give a crap about Company the Heroes. Yeah. I,
1: you can go I, 10 I, hours I, at a time playing Persona uh, without any achievements being given
3: to you.
4: <laughs> and I heard there's a Company of Heroes 3, not to, uh, uh, you yeah. know,.
3: Yes, uh, coming out this year. And it's coming soon. to
4: consoles. That's that right. coming to the consoles. Yep. I'm really looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, I love the uh, push with RTS uh, coming to console. That's why I'm really curious about Age of uh, Empires on console. Really curious about that.
3: Because they can kind of have bad control. Like, they can have controller support, but have bad controller support because the consoles have mouse and keyboard support. You know what I mean? Mm hmm they can get away with it more because there is the option to play it with mouse and keyboard to just have a better experience yeah. but did uh chat disconnect
0: no 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 I... no oh. no 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 that was me i pressed the uh, mute by accident uh... oh. But, I was uh, worried.
2: I was like, "Did we just lose Invader?"
0: <laughs> yeah. No, 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 not this time. But no, I thought you had a really awesome show tonight, pal. Where can every, all these fine people follow you at?
3: Which one of us are you talking to? I'm sorry. You, pal. Oh, you're talking to me. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter on Crusader three four five six. Basically, every social media platform uh, and all the gaming platforms. You can if you search that, you should be able to find me. Um, you'll see me playing a lot of RPGs as I wait. For Cosmic Shake to release the SpongeBob game.
0: All right, that's that's
3: fine. Uh, I think
2: that's pretty awesome that you would even like say you'd want to play that game because my wife is even looking forward to that one, dude. Like that's I awesome. loved
3: Battle for Bikini Bottom, and this is a spiritual successor that was, to
2: that. That was so i'm playing it game. Yeah, Battle I'm playing Bikini it. Bottom, yeah.
3: Um, my one of my one of my very close friends in real life we're both getting get it on the same day, and we're gonna be playing it. Um uh because like I, I don't know with me i'll play just about anything I, I love just playing games and like that has that nostalgia factor so i will be playing that day one
0: all right so just based off of that i'm gonna order you a peppa pig game then uh
2: oh, <laughs> oh no that's oh, easy gamer score. you said you'd play anything let's oh, test it
0: I, I kid i kid but uh, on that note uh, guys uh, as for myself you guys to uh, can find my content on YouTube at invader gaming again i do uh, reviews achievement guides all that fun stuff gameplay etc etc so hey come check me out i've been doing uh, i've been working on some high on life achievement uh, guides so uh, sub for me if you're looking for those but yeah, fun show tonight, guys. A great way to start off the new year, and we are looking forward to the next one. Hopefully, we uh, you know see something from Xbox in the next couple of days. Later, everyone.